Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hi there. Lil, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. Good, good. good. I'm, doing, I'm doing well, too. It's oh, uh, good. just a great day to be alive. It is, isn't it? It's a crazy day to be alive. <laughs> it's a crazy time, for sure. So, Lil, the name of our show, as you yes. well know, is The Active Life, right? Yes. And the fact is, there's very little that we can do that will transform our overall mental and physical health as much much as exercise. Right. Y- you saw that coming. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell by the expression on your face. It wasn't Cheetos. <laughs> no, it was not Cheetos. Uh, probably not Netflix, even though there's benefits to both. Yes. Right? <laughs> Big benefits. But the, but the fact of the matter is, is that there are a ton of benefits to working out. Mm-hmm. People who work out regularly, they tend to extend their life. Mm-hmm. They uh, have a tendency to ward off heart disease, a number of different cancers. Uh, exercise rebuilds the muscle as well as bone strength that we lose as we age. It reduces levels of anxiety and depression. All good stuff. Great stuff. All good things that come Mm -hmm. with exercising. And maybe best of all about exercise is that you can start to receive all those benefits just by going on a regular walk once in a while. Right. So I think a lot of times we get caught up on big exercises and difficult things and you know, there's value and benefit to that Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. But according to an article that I found in Business Insider, just walking does a lot of good things for us as well. I like that. So, so here's the thing. Um, It's worth noting that uh, you got to kind of pick up the pace a little bit Mm -hmm. if you want to get the full benefits, but you can um, start just with walking. That doesn't mean that you don't want to do resistance training or other things. You want to incorporate those things as well. But uh, they've done a number of studies and they found that you don't have to do a ton, but they do recommend that you ought to aim for about 30 minutes a day, five days a week. That's a total of 150 minutes a week. That's the goal that we Mm -hmm. ought to shoot for. And uh, it's worth noting that, um, uh, again, that doesn't replace your strength training, but it definitely gets you off to a good start. Yes. So they did this study. This was a very large study. Okay. Uh, Check this out. This is a big one. It was published in American Journal of Preventative Medicine, and they looked at 62,000 178 men wow, and 77,077 women. So this was a big study. This wasn't just a, let's grab a couple of people and see what happens, right? Uh, The people who walked at least 150 minutes per week were about 20% less likely to die than inactive adults during the 13 year period. Wow. So you got to like, Put some credence in those right. in those numbers in that data, right? Thirteen right. years, well over one hundred fifty thousand people that are being studied. Uh, you got to you got to well, say, okay, there's something to that study. Uh, the the authors wrote that walking has been described as the perfect exercise because it is a simple action that is free, convenient, does not require any special equipment or training, and can be done at any age. So, you know, walking's uh, something that we ought to consider. You'll want to keep in mind that it's worth trying to keep up a decent pace, like mm-hmm. I mentioned just a, a minute ago. Another study of more than 50,000 adults in the United Kingdom found that people who walked regularly at an average or quick pace were 20% less likely to die and 24% less likely to die from heart disease when compared to slow walkers. Mm. So not just getting out there, although getting out there is good. Something is better than nothing. Right. But uh, a little bit faster is even better for you. So living longer, 
Reducing your chances of a number of diseases is important. Those aren't the only reasons that we want to go for a walk. Uh, a number of studies, smaller studies, but uh, a number of studies nonetheless have shown that even a 30-minute walk on a treadmill is enough to lift the mood of someone suffering from major depressive disorder. Wow. So if you're feeling down, you're feeling blue, you might want to consider exercise. A recent study from researchers at Harvard University and other institutions found that three hours of exercise a week, no matter what the type of activity, could decrease the risk of depression, but that includes walking. Mm -hmm. uh, the risk decreased in addition 17% with each added 30 minutes of daily activity. So if, if depression is something that you're struggling with, exercise is something that you ought to take a look at. Now, once again, I've mentioned this already, but we're not downplaying the importance of strength training and other forms right. of exercise. There's a place for those things as well. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get started in a simple way and uh, know that there's benefits to it, just know that walking is something that you ought to consider. I like that. Now you walk. I do. Yeah, walking's do. a good thing. It is. Um, I don't walk all the time, but I, I do walk on occasion. I was going to say you walk on your treadmill. I do. I do have a treadmill desk. Yes. And especially during Zoom meetings, yes. I do <laughs> tend to walk. It's hard for me to type when I'm walking, but right. uh, I, you know, when we're doing those meetings, it's a good thing I work here because I think you just walk on it all the time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So walking's a good thing. Yes. Take a look at that. Today's guest, Lil. Oh, I'm so excited. Today's guest is a good friend of the Huntsman World Senior Games, but I'm also proud to say that she is a good friend of mine. Oh. I, I love this guest. Uh, Karen Foss has been a multi-year athlete, a multiple medal winner, multiple sports at the Ooh. Huntsman World Senior Games. She's not only been an ambassador for the event, but she headed up our ambassador program for a number of years. Uh, she's been a director for bowling for years. She's basically just done it Everything. all. <laughs> and uh, frankly, she's just awesome. And Karen, we're so uh, happy to have you on the show and grateful to be with you once again. Yes. Oh, it's a delight to be here. <laughs> so, I love you guys. <laughs> so you have been perhaps arguably the biggest cheerleader for the Huntsman World Senior Games that we've ever had. I, I know that you're passionate about it. I know that you love it. Tell us how you were introduced to the games. How did you even get about getting involved? I was visiting my sister, saw a sign, you know, the, the little flags that were saying Huntsman World Senior Games, followed up on it. And on my 50th birthday, I came. I said, I want to do that. I want to play golf competitively. And uh, that was my first year, and then I started volunteering the year after. So you were you were made aware of it before you were fifty. Yes. And then you couldn't wait to turn fifty. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. See, I, fifty to, is a very empowering age. It absolutely <laughs> is. Yes, it no, is. it absolutely is. I, I feel like there's two kinds of people in the world: those that are looking forward to it. <laughs> and uh, anticipating, we're participating in the yeah. Huntsman World Senior Games, and then those that are maybe a, a little more reticent of it. But I love that you said that 50 is a very powering age, yeah. and I think that it can be, depending on you know your, your mental approach to it. Absolutely, absolutely. So you, you mentioned that you started out with golf. I did. Uh, I know that you've done a variety of sports. Can you, I mean, you've done some so many. Some track and field. Can you even remember them all? Some you, throwing events. Okay. I tried cycling once until an 85-year-old went past me and said, <laughs> take off that jacket, honey. You can take 20 minutes off your time next year. But it was, it was good. I swam the thousand just to prove I could do it. Wow. Um, and of course, you. bowling after I couldn't golf anymore because of my back. Uh, shooting sports. I do shoot uh, bench rest shooting. I'm oh. going to take my pistol out and do some shooting probably sometime this week. Wow. And so just a number of things, no matter 
what your condition is when you come to the games. There are opportunities of all skill and physical you know, levels to be able to participate in the games. Well, and, and that's the great thing, I think, that's so unique and fun about the Huntsman World Senior Games is we, we say it, you know, there's something for everybody. That's what we say. But there really is something if you'll just take a look at it. Yeah. And Karen is certainly an example of someone who not only found something, but found a variety of some things <laughs> that's right. that could keep her busy and, uh, and engaged. So you started with golf and then from there you just kind of expanded. Just and, expanded to yeah. just to do some things to prove that I could do it, trained for it and did it and felt pretty good about it. And- <sighs> That's awesome. I love that. That's awesome. That's what this is all about. There's such a variety of sports. Yeah. We offer 35 different sports Mm -hmm. and uh, just, again, a huge variety and a a great number of opportunities to get involved. Now, you've done a variety of things. Do you have one that was a favorite that kind of stood out as like, this is the one I like the most or... Not really. Uh, of course, golf and bowling, I think, are my two favorites, only because I do well in them. The others, <laughs> I did I did very well at not doing well, but I did it because I just wanted the challenge. So you mentioned swimming. Um, you swam a thousand meters just yeah. to see if you could do it. Yes. T- talk about building up to that. You, 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 you saw the event. You thought, hey, I'm going to give it a try. I'm assuming, and may, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming you were not a competitive swimmer. No, no. So you just thought, I'm going to give it a shot. No. So how do you approach something like that? I just went out and practiced swimming, 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 and counted links and counting links and said, you know, I can make it. A little and bit at a time. A little bit at a time. So let's just let's just see if I can be competitive. And I won a bronze medal. Of course, there were only three of his ways. Well, no, no, you, no, you can stop right at, I won a bronze medal. No but one I, needs to know anything else. But, you know, I was there. Anyone could Absolutely. have been there. I chose to be there. And so I'm proud of that medal as well as the others I've had. Absolutely. And of as well course. you should be. Yeah. As well you should be. I, I know that, especially in the younger age groups, and depending on the sport, a lot of times they don't fill up. And, and you know, we certainly do have events and divisions that have hundreds of people in it. So it really varies on the sport. But, um, you know, I, I never I don't I don't think anybody needs that disclaimer because like you said, you, you were there, you know, and out of all the people that could have been there. That's right. Uh, that weren't there. You know, you you were ahead of every single one of them. And so that's right. that's, that's amazing. That is so inspiring, Kyle. It is. It is. And I, I, I love that about Karen. Yeah, uh, she's absolutely been an inspiring person and an inspiration to me. Now, you worked in in your profession in recreation. Uh, I started out in recreation and then got into executive management in cities and counties, but always had parks and recreation. Either I'm a physical employee or as a part of my agencies, yeah. So being involved in in recreation and overseeing it as a whole, you probably have some thoughts about active aging and and staying engaged as you age. What what are things that you've learned and observed or been able to apply in your life through, uh, through, through being involved that way? From a leadership perspective, I wish I had seen the senior games earlier. There's senior programs and Joslin centers that were being built all over the United States and senior centers now everywhere. Never had a physical recreation or an active aging program. They had some bocce ball, some horseshoes, some cards, probably cards, but no softball teams, no physical endurance. It was it was on a socialization model. And then as we watch and we learn and I watch these 70 and 80 year olds play <laughs> vicious basketball. Absolutely. I realize that 
I hope that park and recreation departments everywhere will take on the active lifestyle and the physical recreation program for their seniors, people over the age of 50. The communities are full of them, and I think their leadership is critical if we're going to continue to find healthy outlets for those of us that are 50 and older. And I, th- I think that we, we do see that to a great degree. I think that the boomer population kind of moving through mm-hmm. their, you know, that demographic uh, has, has been a leader in that for sure. And I think that many areas, cities and counties have adapted that and adopted that. But what I've also seen and observed is that much of it is grassroots and is led by the people that that want it, you know? Absolutely. So if you're in a community in an area that isn't offering senior sports, uh, or at least not your senior sport, certainly you have the right and in, in possibly the obligation to get on down there to that rec center and say, hey, we want to do this. This is something that, that can be done. And I think that you would find mostly across the board that there would be a positive reaction to that. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people get entrenched in what they're doing and sure. they think they're doing all they can. But if enough people express an interest and there's a cost benefit to it, they will ring that program and start developing it. Um, many cities now for softball is huge. Yeah. And uh, I guess women's soccer now is being played in a lot of communities. Absolutely. Uh, there are p- women playing golf all over, but they still don't know about the opportunities at the senior game. Same thing with bowling. They feel a little bit intimidated, like they're going to have to compete against these all-star players. So it's creating a understanding and mindset that every every level is welcome and that everyone can have the best of times. And and I think that that's an important message and one that we try to, you know, bang that drum. Uh, I said at the beginning of the show, there's something for everybody. And I I mean that really in every way, not only in the variety and in the number of sports that are offered, which there are a lot, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, but also within the skill levels. And whenever it's possible, and not every sport allows that, you know, depending on the sport and the makeup of it and, and the situation. But whatever's possible, we try to divide people up by their skill level in addition to their age group. The age group is easy. You know, yeah, that's right. just a birth date. But uh, whenever we can, we try to divide it up by skill level. And so if you're if you've ever been intimidated or thought, oh, you know, all these people from all around the world, uh, first of all, isn't that awesome? Isn't it great? Isn't it great that they're here from all around the nation, all around the world, uh, your opportunities to meet people and, and just create friendships that will last forever, uh, from all the corners of the, of the planet. That's an amazing thing. But if you've ever felt an intimidation of that, just give it a try. I think you'll find that there's a place for you. The local recreation department, the YMCAs are the ones that can bring the comfort level to those folks that are just beginners. You could have a woman, you know, I come from a generation where we were supposed to get married and raise our families and not do anything outside the home except play some bridge. Yeah. And getting the information to those folks that your dream can be fulfilled. Yes, you thought about playing volleyball. You loved it in high school. Guess what? It's there waiting for you today. 
And that's such a great message. Yeah. And uh, and again, you you just you've hit it. You just you've just nailed it. So many, especially women, but but men as well. But so many uh, times, people didn't have opportunities for whatever reason. Right. Uh, maybe Jones. they had to help out with a job at home, or or maybe sports weren't offered to girls at that mm-hmm. time in high school, or whatever it is. Uh, we all have dreams. We all have <laughs> aspirations. We all have things that we'd like to do. We all have an adventurous side to us that wants to try something new and exciting. <laughs> and the games provides an opportunity that allows people to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. I look at, especially, you've you mentioned softball a couple of times, women's softball in particular. Uh, I just, I look at these uh, these women, and especially the 65-ish year mm-hmm. old age group. That was pre-Title IX. Many of them didn't have a chance mm-hmm. to play softball. Uh, if they ever played at all, it was on their brother's team in Little League or something. And yet you see these wonderful, amazing teams that come together of these strong, excited passionate women about their sport mm-hmm. and you see them play and there's just something special about that and it, it is available yes absolutely absolutely so you also karen you've had some health challenges in your life a few yeah <laughs> and so and yet you've never let that stop you you've you've been able to to find a way to get past it L- let's talk about that just a little bit you you've battled some cancer i did um how, how do you approach that? How, how has competition helped you approach uh, a battle with cancer? It's all in your mindset. You know, my thought to the doctor was, when do we do the surgery so I'll be well enough to compete in the games? <laughs> and we we have seen that story repeated and, and played yeah. out in a number of different times and a number of different places, and it's inspiring in, in every case. Um, obviously, you were able to have some success. Oh, absolutely. In the uh, in the surgery and get back to the games. Yeah, absolutely. So um, d- d- as you go through that process, and, and it is, it's, a, it's a journey, and everyone's journey is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. What you, you mentioned is mindset. What, what were things that you would do that would help you stay positive? Well, you know, physical therapy is a huge part of it. So you don't turn your therapist away. Instead, you just call it, I've got a one-on-one trainer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so, like that. you know, it's, it's not, you're not, you're not here as a PT guy. You're here. You are my personal trainer and here are my goals. Yeah. And you're here and make me do it. If I <laughs> make me do it, if, make me do it. Sometimes we just need that because yeah. we are hurting. We are tired. We're, you're getting over stuff and the professionals can help us work our way through it after a surgery, whether it was my knee surgeries, my back surgeries, my neck surgeries, my cancer, whatever it was, you know, I had eight major surgeries in 10 years. Oh, wow. wow, that adds up. But I didn't miss the games at all. Yeah. Which is just amazing. It well. is amazing. And, and you know what? I think the thing that I loved hearing from you is you said you started with golf until you're back you know, you couldn't do golf anymore. So you chose another sport. I would probably go, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. See, that is so inspiring to me. Well, there's so much to to do. There are so many opportunities here. I mean, if you can walk, they've got race walking. (laughs) That's true. And now they have a form of walking where you don't have to do the heel toe race walk. Yeah. So now for those that just love to walk and not heel toe it, you can do it. Yeah. We call it power walking. Yeah, power walking. Very popular. No, it's great. And I I think that, that, uh, again, Karen has been a great example of that. and And we've seen that. But it really does just come down to your your mental approach Mm -hmm. and your attitude Mm -hmm. and trying to make sure that you do everything that you're capable of and that's available to you. My philosophy is you lay down, you stay down. 
Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. And motion is lotion. Oh. Another good one. Another good one. Absolutely. Can you write those down? Yes, I will write them down. So you've you've participated as a, an athlete. We've touched on that. You've fought through some really difficult challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've also been involved as a volunteer at the games. Talk a little bit about that and the and the, the, maybe the satisfaction or the things that you learned as a volunteer. I like to hitch my wagon to a winning star. And starting back when I first started, the games were so well run and so inspirational. Quality means a lot. Yeah. People show up here and they walk away saying they remember everything. You know, they take care of the of the nuts and the bolts. And my experience, this was my best tournament I've ever been in. That says a lot. And having a recreation background, my degree is in parks and recreation management, and I have one in uh, public administration too, but just that core base of my professional life, that I wanted to take my skills to contribute to the games to help me even better. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, we see that in, in so yeah. many cases, people who are willing and, and able to share their time and their talents and their expertise. And uh, we do hear a lot of great feedback from our athletes on how the games are ran and, mm-hmm. and the way things come together. And certainly we're not perfect. We we make <laughs> mistakes and, and, you know, we, we stumble and we fumble every once in a while for sure. But you try and make it as seamless as possible. But the reason we're able to do that yeah. is because of volunteers right. who are willing and able to step up and and take part just like mm-hmm. Karen has done and continues to do. You're helping out with bowling now. I am. She's. I'm. She, you know, letting go of the reins a little <laughs> bit. But I'm. I'm there for her. Whatever she needs, she's got me. Well, and and we love that attitude, and yeah. we've always felt that way. Now, the games has a, a unique program. We call it our ambassador program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen a variety of different iterations of of what it means to be an ambassador. Currently, we're promoting and and just throwing the idea out there that all of our athletes can be ambassadors, but there's uh, some tools that we send out and, you know, help people uh, spread the word and just talk about the games. Talk about the importance of being an ambassador and how important that can be, not only to the event itself, but to you as an individual. You've been doing that for a long time. I have, but it's because it's something that I believe in. And so when you have a good experience, when you want to be a part of success, and when you want other people to have the same opportunity you've had, then you reach out. And there are a lot of people that are willing to reach out above and beyond wearing logo apparel or pens or this type of thing. And so for those folks, there are other opportunities then for take another step forward and go into their community to the to the gyms and the spas that have racquetball and places where they have the different activities against which we have a sport and let them know how they can actually bring teams to the games and that they can inspire their members to be a part of something really great. Invite them to come and experience and watch it. I think I've had a couple of people come and watch the games on a couple of occasions, and they've gone back and they've implemented programs or opportunities for the members of their health club in one case and a park department in another case. And so, But it takes time and it takes a person who's willing to commit that. Every person, we have 11,000 athletes today because we started out with 3,000 athletes wearing their logo apparel 
and answering questions about Mm -hmm. people. So everyone is an ambassador. It's just now you have marketer ambassadors. Those are the ones that are willing to dig in and do the work. And it does take time. Sure it does. It takes a commitment for sure. Um, But it also is just as easy as... Uh, an invitation and just sharing yeah. your love and your passion. We've got about 15 seconds left. Okay. Anything that you would share uh, with with the listeners if they're maybe on the fence about whether or not they'd want to participate? Find joy in the journey and the games are part of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Karen, thank you so thank much you. for My joining pleasure. us today and, and also just for being a friend and, and being a part of the games. Now, how many years have you been a, a part of the games? This will be 28. 28. 28 years. That's incredible. Well, we love you. We're yes. grateful. And uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to uh, have you back on the show and, yes. and see you out on the the, the bowling. The, the wherever. Lanes, <laughs> the wherever it is this year. Thank you. Awesome. I love Thank you guys. You. So Lil. Wow. She inspired me. Isn't that awesome? It is. So registration is open. Yes, if it is. If you want to be like Karen and if you're interested in being a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games, go to SeniorGames.net. And all the information that you need to know about registration is right there. Of course, we're right in the middle of a global pandemic. We're very aware of that. So we have information on the website as well Mm -hmm. about our response to COVID-19 and uh, the things that are going on there. The dates of the 2020 games are October 5th through the 17th. Mm -hmm. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and we turn it into a podcast And you can also subscribe to the podcast anywhere the podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review like Tilly Adriana did. She said, I was very impressed with a clear presentation of ideas. Thank you for a worthwhile show. I will listen again. So thank you, Tilly. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website, SeniorGames.net, so check that out. Today's inspirational thought. It's good advice for all of us, Lil. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Today is another chance to get better. Good. I like that, right? I do. Until next (laughs) Thursday, stay active. (laughs)